Our Mothers. Mother's Day. Since its inception in 1908, Mother's Day has become a celebration of the stalwart women who raise us. Mothers have stitched our hearts with love, cried over us when life causes us to stumble, cared for us with a tenacity best pictured as a mother bear with her cubs. One woman wrote, life began with waking up and loving my mother's face. Princess Diana, known for her devoted love for her two sons, said a mother's arms are more comforting than anyone else's. I can certainly attest to this, for to this day, some 50 years later, I still remember my mom holding me as I wept on her shoulder about a teenage infatuation which broke my young heart. It was from her that I learned tenacity and independence. I watched her labor from dawn to dusk, working to make a home for her three children, sacrificing so we could have the best, giving so we could grow. Beyond all doubt, her words, her work, her ways have molded me into the woman I am today. As someone wisely said, life doesn't come with a manual. It comes with a mother. For in fact, a mother is a child's first teacher. Perhaps that's why American abolitionist and preacher of God's eternal love, Henry Ward Beecher, is quoted as saying, a mother's heart is a child's classroom. For who else teaches us to put on our clothes, tie our shoes, brush our teeth, wash our face and behind our ears, go to the bathroom, wash our hands and eat politely? Even our social skills come from them. Say hello to Mrs. Pritchard, offer, offer Mr. Barnes a cup of tea, choose your friends wisely, don't hang out with a bad crowd. Yet. They don't just navigate us through our relationships. They really prevent us from acting like wolves. And they do so much more. Even our spiritual interests are shaped by them. Interestingly, even though she had no children of her own, well-known television talk show host Oprah Winfrey is quoted as saying, I believe the choice to become a mother is the choice to become one of the greatest spiritual teachers there is. That was certainly my mom. For instance, from her meager weekly allowance, she paid a neighbor a dollar every week to drive out to our farm and pick us up for Sunday school because dad was at work and we only had one car. She wanted us to learn about Jesus. She lived the notion that it isn't our wealth that makes us rich, but our reverence. My mom certainly taught me that. She never once took the Lord's name in vain, and even if she couldn't get to church herself, she always made sure we were there. Famous American President Abraham Lincoln recognized the significance of his mother in his spiritual life. I remember my mother's prayers, he says, and they have always followed me. They have clung to me all my life. Sue Anna Wellesley, mother of the founder of the Methodist Church, John Wesley, was just such a faithful witness and teacher. Homeschool mom of 19 children, only 10 of whom grew to adulthood, Susanna taught her children reading, history, and languages, but her greatest passion was to teach them about God. She individually met with each child every week to give them spiritual direction. 
Together they read scripture, prayed, fasted, and took communion. Moreover, she taught them to tithe and give to the poor. For her life was understandably difficult, especially so when her home was destroyed by a fire, believed set by an angry parishioner. Yet she journaled, Help me, Lord, to make use of all disappointments and calamities in this life in such wise that they may unite my heart more closely with thee. Trained by her devotion to prayer and the word, her son John would eventually preach to nearly one million people and write innumerable tracts and hymns. Men are what their mothers made them, said philosopher and poet Ralph Waldo Emerson, and as every male can attest, this is certainly true. A mother's power is so significant in the shaping of not only young minds, but the world that author E.M. Forster wrote, I am sure that if mothers from other nations could meet, there would be no more wars. I love that quote and agree as what mother wants to send her child off to battle. In fact, God compares himself to mothers when he says, as one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you, comparing the tender comfort of a mother to his own. The Lord repeats this idea when he compares his unconditional devotion to that of a mother, saying, can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no more love for the child she is born? But even if that were possible, I would not forget you. See, I've written your name on the palms of my hands. And what about you? What has your mother given you? Do you share her eye color or the shape of your nose, the color of your hair or skin? Do you mimic the way she thinks or talks or acts? Do you dislike certain foods because she never cooked them or said she didn't like them? Did you choose your career because she counseled you toward it? Or did you choose friends or even your spouse because of what she said to you? It's been said that children are mirrors. They reflect back to us all we say or do. The impact of our mothers on our lives can never be fully measured. And to this day, I recognize myself and my actions, and so does my husband, in the many things that my mother has said or done. For instance, I value hard work and honesty because these were virtues she modeled and recited over and over again. Moreover, she gave me the roots of responsibility, but also the wings of independence. My sister brother and I worked alongside her to pick up stones out of the field, tote straw and hay bales, plant and pluck gardens or vegetables out of the garden and cut our huge lawn. Summers were sweaty from work and winters were cold from walking two miles to school, but both were important to her. She never handicapped us by making life easy, her letting us think that we were entitled to a smooth and trouble-free path. What part of you is directly the result of the words and actions of your mother? Sherry Campbell, a family psychologist, says seven things every child needs to hear. I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. I'm listening. This is your responsibility. You have what it takes to succeed. Which one of these messages did you hear from the mother 
in your life. Still, it has to be recognized that for some, they become what their mothers weren't. One friend of mine had a mother who was an alcoholic. In response to this example, she turned completely away from such a lifestyle and chose instead to find and follow Jesus, raising her own daughters in a stable home filled with the safety and security her childhood home had lacked. Another woman I know whose mother abandoned her children for a lover, leaving them with a heartbroken, angry father, determined to stay with her own husband through thick and thin, despite his less than stellar behavior. And for those who are mothers, what has motherhood done for you? Canadian novelist Gilbert Parker writes, when a child is born, a mother is also born again. I thought how utterly true this is. The arrival of my three children has completely, absolutely changed my life and how grateful to God I am for it. It's been said, either have children or become a saint because eventually you have to find something you love more than yourself. Becoming a mother requires daily selflessness and forces us to recognize how truly little we know and how dependent we are on God to guide and help us care for this little life. Before having children, I was convinced I knew exactly how to be a perfect parent and often pridefully said, if they'd only do this or that, their children, children wouldn't be so misbehaved. How God must have smiled for he knew my future. And so he gave me my energetic son, Jacob, my mischievous son, Aaron, and my strong but sensitive daughter, Sarah. I won't cause them to blush with childhood tales of their antics, but needless to say, they were bouncy and bubbly, facing each day with wide-eyed enthusiasm. I had to think three steps ahead to keep up. But they also taught me that God designs each person with their own personality, giftings, and tendencies that we need to let sparkle and shine as God intended, for every child is an uncut diamond, one author writes. And I'm so glad that my mother encouraged me to shine as she did. Although she never completed high school and became a farmer's wife at 19, still she supported me in my studies and was proud of my accomplishments. In fact, she purchased numerous copies of my devotional book to give to friends, even though she hadn't read it all herself. I remember bringing her along with me when I taught a class at the university in her Canadian city. She knew nothing about African authors and I was teaching about, but that didn't matter. She was just delighted to be there and listen. How has the mother in your life let you shine, polished your gifts, applauded your successes? Proverbs 31, 31 tells us to honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. We are instructed to honor our father and mother so that we may live long in the land the Lord our God is giving us. There are over 20 verses that instruct us to respect our mother and father and trust me, God keeps track. Let's esteem the women who made and molded us in phenomenal ways and find ways to bless them. Not only do they deserve our esteem, but God commands his blessings when we do. Here's a Mother's Day prayer from a Norwegian Lutheran Memorial Church. I've, I've adapted it from there. Lord, we remember the mothers who have gone before us. 
for the love and sacrifice, struggle and joy. We thank you. Lord, we remember the mothers of scripture who are a part of our story as we are part of their story for their courage, faith, love and fierceness. We thank you. Lord, we remember the mother who carried us in her womb, in her arms and in her heart, giving daily of herself that we may grow for their tireless commitment and devotion. We thank you. Lord, we remember those who have not given birth to us, but are mothers to us still for the gift of wisdom and compassion and generosity of spirit. We thank you. Lord, for the women who have lost children or not born children, yet have loved with an unconditional love, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for the gift of motherhood in all its forms, for it beautifully shows us your compassionate watchfulness and tenderness. Amen. Amen.